a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. Mighty God, I bless your holy name. Thank you for the grace and the privilege you have given unto us to see yet another new day. Lord, this is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We appreciate you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the grace that you have made abundant over our life. Be thou exalted in Jesus' mighty name. I commit today's session to your hands, O God. I pray that you have your way. You speak the word of life into our soul and cause the release of your blessing upon each and every one of us. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice and begin to appreciate the name of the Lord this morning. Say, ancient of days, I thank you for the privilege you have given me bringing me into this new day this is the day you have made i and my family shall rejoice and be glad in it in jesus name make this declaration with me this morning say in the name of jesus make this declaration with me this morning say in the name of jesus i command owners of evil load in my body to carry their evil load the load of oppression the load of affliction, the load of poverty, the load of sickness. Let owners of evil load carry their load in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I decree and I declare that the Lord will plug me to the socket of the Holy Spirit to receive uncommon dominion power over my adversaries, over my enemies. I decree that the Lord is mounting me on the horse of victory. I walk into the land of my breakthrough. I ride into the land of my breakthrough. I run into the land of my breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare it. I decree and I declare that the hammer of God will break every evil rock rock of offense rock of hindrances stumbling rock stumbling blocks forces of darkness assigned to hinder me the hammer of god will break them into pieces in the mighty name of jesus i declare and i decree that there is a release of the storm of confusion into the camp of my adversaries into the camp of my enemies in the name of Jesus, decree it. I decree that every evil pot in which all my blessings are being locked up, I command the glory of God to blast them open, break them to pieces, and let there be a release of my glory, a release of my blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and I declare that generational curses. We have no roots in my life. We have no influence upon my life in the name of Jesus. I begin to break their holds over my life. I begin to break their holds over my destiny. 
in the precious name of Jesus. I decree that the Lord will arise and use every weapon at the heavenly disposal to disgrace all my stubborn enemies. In the name of Jesus, I decree that wherever my name is mentioned for evil, for backwardness, the Holy Ghost fire will answer them. In the name of Jesus, I command every power of slow death to die in my life. The power of slow death die in my life. Powers that weakens my organs. Powers that weaken my system slowly. I command you to loose your holds over my body. In the mighty name of Jesus, I break every hold of filial spirit over the works of my hand. I break the holds of errored spirit over the works of my hands. I command that my destiny will arise and manifest. My glory will arise and manifest. Lastly, you decree that I am beginning to ride on the wings of eagles to enter into my promised land. I ride on the chariots of fire to possess my possession. This is the day that the Lord will raise a banner of remembrance for me. My helpers from all over the world will remember me. I am receiving partners all over the world to partner with my business, to partner with my ministry, to partner with my family, to lift me and my business out of penury. Declare it. I will find favor with men. I will find favor with angels. I will find favor with God. As I go into my place of work today, the glory of God covers me. And I begin to attract favor. In Jesus' mighty name, I have decreed. As a prophet of God, I prophesy over your life. And I decree that helpers are locating you. Every divine connection that you need to move your business, to move your ministry, to move your destiny to the next level, including myself. That grace, that anointing, that favor is resting upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. God bless you. It has been a wonderful moment for all of us over here. I believe it is the same with you and your family. It is my prayer that what will spoil our joy will not come near us in the name of Jesus. We are still on the series Cultivating Thyself and every day I do a short recap for the sake of those people who probably did not listen to the first five parts. We are not we are now on the part six of the series. We have spoken about the fact that in order for you to be able to have the best of yourself, you must get deeply involved with God and in the things of God. Number one, you must discover your ability, your talent, and your gifts. You must identify your primary area of assignment. Your primary area of assignment is the exact place exact location exact area exact department that god wants you to use your gift you must set standards 
you must set values you must write your mission statements and develop roadmaps for the implementation of that business idea and for the manifestation of your talent yesterday i spoke about avoiding the major pitfalls one of which is procrastination fear evil comparison and starting big syndrome and one thing i couldn't add to it because i was out of time yesterday was laziness and sluggishness when you are lazy and you are sluggish you cannot achieve anything in life laziness tends to poverty you should have something you are doing you may not get the kind of result you wish to get in the beginning but god is faithful one day somebody will notice you and your life will change just make sure whatever it is you are doing you are putting the best of yourself into it if you are selling something put the best of yourself into it develop the best customer service that you can develop one day somebody will notice you and your life will change today i'll be talking about understanding what your weaknesses are understanding what your weaknesses are understanding your strength and learning to stay within your limit in order for you to be able to maximize your potential and become the best version of yourself in ministry in business in professional career you must understand what your strengths are which i spoke in part 2 about which is your ability your talent and gift if you have not listened to the part 2 try as much as possible to go back and listen to it you can request for the link to the podcast directly from me or from anyone that is close to you it's very important for you to listen to that in order for you to be able to understand this part 6 very very well every one of us we have strength we have gifts we have talent we have abilities we have knowledge that we acquire those things are our strength and we also have weaknesses we have areas that we cannot function there is nobody that is master know all if you meet somebody that is telling you i have all spiritual gift i want to categorically tell you that they are deceiving themselves nobody have all spiritual gift though you may have a little bit of this a little bit of that let's say somebody was an apostle you may god may decide to operate with you at a particular moment as a prophet god may decide to the holy spirit may decide to flow with you as a teacher apostles are destiny raisers they are supposed to raise people you may have a little bit of this a little bit of that but 
apostles they also have their own gifts that is associated with them they have their anointing they have their authority no man is jack of all trade they say jack of all trade master of none in order for you to succeed in life in whatever given career you find yourself you must find what your strengths are and stay within your limit recognize your weaknesses and avoid things that will put out the wrong impression of yourself out there let's go to the scriptures let's go to the scriptures let's look at what the bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 Ephesians chapter 4 we are reading verse 11 listen carefully and mark it in your bible and he gave some apostles he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ verse 13 till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature the statue the stature of the fullness of Christ God wants all of us to come into the fullness of Christ in every given career whether it's a business or ministry God appoints you to be the leader of that team. He appoints you to be the leader, the driver of that boss for the edification, for the perfection of everyone that is inside your boss. If it's a business, your customers are the members of your, they are the passengers in your boss. And you are the driver. And as a driver, you must learn to stay on your best lane. Learn to stay on your best lane so that you don't go and crash the people that God has given to you. We see a lot of mistakes these days. Every young person that God is calling, even the old one, who already identified their ministry, the old one who already knew that he was called into teaching ministry. Now everybody wants to prophesy. Everybody wants to prophesy. Sometimes, if you have discernment of spirit, you go to some prophetic service, you will know that this guy is faking it. Unless you don't want to just tell yourself the truth. Oh, I see somebody here some fly enter your nose and you enter and pass the back of your head uh, if you are the person come forward nobody will come out nobody will come out sometimes 
Even prophets sometimes do see wrong things. The prophets sometimes do goes in, they, they do go into the realm of inaccuracy. But if you are not called to be a prophet, why are you trying to be a prophet? If you are not called to be a teacher, why are you trying to teach? There are many people today who are just shepherds. One of the job of a shepherd is to motivate his member. Encourage them. Stand by them. Give them a shoulder to cry on. That is the truth. I'm going to be describing a few things about the ministry of this fivefold ministry. A prophet hears from God and delivers the message to the people. Gives solution, prophetic guidance, solution to problems. And when you apply the solution the prophet prescribed, you see result. There are times that the prophet will tell you the solution, you will apply the solution and you will not see result. Understand that, understand that one. You will not see the result. It could be because there are other forces of darkness who have reinforced against you or you have entered into perpetual disobedience to God. If you are disobedient to God, you don't expect the direction of God to work for you unless mercy speaks for you. So that if a prophet, a true prophet of God prophesied to you and the prophecy, the prophecy didn't come to pass does not mean that the person is lying to you. God may have spoken to them. They may have made mistake in, in the interpretation of what God revealed to them. Because there is one thing for God to speak to you and there is another thing for you to be able to interpret what God is trying to tell you before you pass the message to the person. Sometimes, many of us, we don't listen to God properly before we pass the message. It is very important for you, even when God says something to you, you spend time to pray about it very well, to have clear understanding of what the Holy Spirit is trying to say. Don't write off every prophet just because they told you one thing and it has not come to pass. There are other things they told you that it has come to pass. You don't just write them off. A teacher is the one who is given the ability to teach the word of God, in-depth knowledge, in-depth prophetic insight into doctrines of the scriptures. Don't try to be a teacher. The fact that you taught Sunday school in your church doesn't make you a teacher. Sunday school is, we are just following guidelines. A teacher have prophetic insight to every Bible verses in the Bible. And when they handle one verse for you, you yourself, you know that. Uh-uh. Uh, so, this is what the Bible is saying. We have so many people today who are not teachers, but they are teaching heresies. You hear them on radio. Giving false information about what is not even recorded in the Bible misleading and redirecting the attention of people to themselves. Understand your abilities. Understand your weaknesses. It's very, very important. After knowing your abilities, know that you also have weaknesses. You already know the area God has called you into. You know that you are not the kind of person 
who likes talking to people. You don't like talking to people. It is in your temperament. You are a, you are a loner. You love being alone most of the time. It is not because life taught you to start being alone. But as some of us, we are not even close to melancholies. But because of the experiences we've had, how people have disappointed us, how people have messed us up, we withdraw into our own shell and we are afraid of giving out ourselves again. That does not mean that you are an introvert. A compulsive introvert person, introverted person is someone that does not enjoy the attention of another. They just want to be themselves. They just want to be alone by themselves. The only person they enjoy the attention is someone who they have spent enough time with and they trust the person. Anytime they are with that person, then they manifest the best of themselves. There are so many melancholics that are even having problems in their marriage because they can't, they can't open themselves up to their partners. Some are doing it because of their experiences. Let's not conclude, let's not confuse the two. You know you are a melancholic person. You are an introverted person. Then you want to go into comedy because everybody is going to comedy. You are going to shoot yourself in the leg. You have to understand that as an introverted person, though you may have all the best joke in your head, you may have introverted people, they have the ability to generate ideas, they can plant things, they can construct things, they can build things because they have that abilities. An introverted person, you want to go into comedy. You make one joke, people didn't laugh you will be sad for one month because people didn't laugh at your joke. You greet one person, they did not answer you properly. You will be sad for one month. The thing will be ringing in your head. Why is it that I greeted Sister A and she didn't answer me? And for like one month, one, two months, you'll be battling with it. You might end up withdrawing yourself Anytime you see Sister A, just because you greeted her and she did not answer you, you don't even know what Sister A was going through when you greeted her. We don't think that way. I have a little bit of some melancholic nature in myself, but not the compulsive one. So you have to understand that an introverted person will want to go into a career where you'll be meeting people every day. The nature of your career, you want to go into marketing. An introverted person, a melancholic person, you will fail. It's, it's as simple as that. You will fail because you will end up messing things up as you are going out to market things. You will not enjoy yourself because you are not wired for that kind of job. Every one of us have energy levels. Every one of us have strength. We have weaknesses. That is your own disadvantage as a melancholic person, a compulsive melancholic person. You are an extroverted individual. Under temperament, such people are sanguines. 
you are a compulsive sanguine person a sanguine person and this thing cut across ministry time may not even be able to permit me to go deeper into all these things but i know a day is going to come that i'm going to have the physical opportunity to be in a more like in a classroom position where i'll be able to go deeper into all these things to some of us who need this information you are a compulsive extroverted person which means you are a sanguine it affects your ministry it affects your career it affects how you relate with people we know pastors who are typically comedians every sunday people will laugh themselves to stupor and people love them because of that nature that person have a little bit of sanguine in them which they have been able to manage which they have been able to control with scriptures so that they will not go to the extreme because when you go to the extreme people will not take you serious you are an extremely extroverted person and you are going into a business that requires that you be sitting down in your office from morning till evening you will not enjoy yourself being an extrovert is not a weakness it is the way you are wired you need to be in a business you need to be in a department in your church where people will always see you people will always notice you that is the way you have been wired you have to be in front when it comes to announcement you are there when it comes to head of ushering you are there you are the one with the most wonderful smile that everybody wants to see every sunday the compulsive melancholic ones they are the one with the most beautiful frowns that nobody wants to see hallelujah it is how god has wired us so you have to understand and recognize this kind of things and learn to stay within your lane you are a choleric individual a choleric individual is somebody who have a little bit of sanguine in them but everything to them is business they are business oriented if they are not making profit in anything they are doing they don't want to go into it and you are that type of person you are going to look for a job that will be paying you uh, some uh, some some amount of money where you should be out there marketing things and doing your running your own things choleric people they don't like to be under people if they are under people they will not function they might even end up peeling the leg of that person because they want to remove him so that they can be at the top is their nature is how they are wired but scriptures helps us to manage some of these flaws some of these weaknesses that we have in ourselves time will not permit me to go deeper we have phlegmatics we have the additional temperament that was added is the supines the supines are typically lawyer people they have a service oriented life their entire life is wired for service they are the most loyal people they are the one that are good when it comes to putting them in charge of a new business a new ministry you give them something to do 
they will do it very very well because they are service oriented they are servant leaders they are the kind of people that will not betray you put them in charge of your finances you will not have problem they will defend you where you are not there they will protect your business it is their nature such people are supposed to be in a position where they will constantly receive affirmations they have to be in a place where some people will, act, will constantly praise them people will constantly give them attention if you find yourself in an environment where you are working in a church the pastor does not appreciate everything you are doing they don't even they don't even see you they don't even press you you get bored you are looking for other places where every day everything you do you you want to be hearing it that oh sister i appreciate what you are doing you are very important to me in relationship they want to constantly hear that from their partners i appreciate you you are the best you are everything to me they want to constantly hear that one when you are doing that to them you you have loyalty you have loyalty so every one of us we have our strength we have our weaknesses we have our flaws in ministry don't double into what god did not call you to do don't start all this acrobatic ministry that people are doing somebody like me now i cannot shout I can't shout. I went to a program and they called somebody to come and lead opening prayers. And it was like he was shouting at the top of his voice. The mic was shaking, everywhere was shaking, and he was giving this charismatic vibe that people love. People love charismatic vibe, even though there is no anointing inside. You say, Oh, that man can pray. Ah, me, I cannot do that one. If you call me and you expect me to come and do charismatic acrobatics, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I cannot shout. That is why when I'm preaching my preaching, I speak slowly and gradually so that you will hear and understand what I am trying to say. That is how I've been wired. Now for me now to go and start, I want to start preaching like Apostle Joshua Sema. Ah, you are looking for trouble for me. You have to understand your strength, your weakness. Don't double into what you are not called to do. So my wife writes songs. She writes songs. She can pick pen and start writing songs. Before I married her, I was also writing songs. But the nature of my songwriting it is only when I hear from God. It is only when I hear a song that the angels are singing or the Holy Spirit minister to me. That is when I write. Now, for me now to start, oh, because my wife is writing song every day, me too, I want to write song every day. I will write rubbish because I've been designed to only hear from God before I write. When I don't hear, and I go and write, I will write rubbish. And when I hear from God, and I write, and I sing, the song is always prophetic. Things always happen. That's my strength. For me now to go and be copying other people and say, oh, I want to do things like this. Beloved, you will crash. 
So in order for you to cultivate yourself, have the best of yourself, as you have identified your strength, also identify what your weaknesses are and stay away from those things. Stay away from those things. You have to understand what your weaknesses are so that you can be able to walk yourself towards what your strengths are most of the time. I am not saying that you should not stretch yourself. But it is better you stretch yourself within the within the strength that you have. Stretch yourself. If you are a prophet, stretch yourself to become a better prophet. If you are a seamstress, stretch yourself to become a better seamstress. If you are a marketer, stretch yourself to become a better marketer. Don't go and start looking at another person. Stay within your own limit. Stretch yourself within that your own limit. That your strength is your limit. Stretch yourself within that place so that you don't waste quality time doing what you are not called to do. Doing what you don't have strength to do. I had a friend who can pitch very high. I love music. I, I, I've been in choir for, for a very long time and I still love worship. He can stretch. He can, he, can, he can go all out when it comes to pitching high. And anytime he pitches high, you see people in the church, they will stand up, they will be clapping, they will clap, they will clap. After he finishes his own ministration, he will go and sit down. Then I had another friend who also want to be like the other one. Who want to also pitch high. Thank God it wasn't on Sunday. Thank God it was on Bible study. Because on Bible study, people don't come to church. So he was giving worship and he was trying to pitch high. And the voice hook. He had to drop the mic, go and look for water. Thank God it was just five people that were in church that day. If it was Sunday, that would that would be that is how he would have disgraced himself and created a very bad impression to the one-time visitor of the church. Who will leave that church and be thinking about him? See that guy that stood in front of the church. He was trying to sing and his voice hook. Learn to stay within your strength stretch yourself within your strength stretch yourself within your strength don't try to stretch yourself into your weakness you can also try to improve learn learn to improve learn to also develop some kind of training where you train yourself, let's say you actually want to double in today's area, but you know you are not very strong in that area. You, there are things that you can actually acquire the skill. There are things that you can improve on yourself to be able to do a little from those areas that you know that you cannot handle. But don't stretch yourself too much into what you don't have the strength to do. 
stay within your strength and stretch yourself in that place. Write better songs. Preach better messages. Try as much as possible to be the person that God has created you to be. In your place of work, don't put eye on another person's sources. Stay on your own path and chart your own path. Stay in your own territory and walk in your own territory. It is well with you in the mighty name of Jesus. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Remember to go back to the second part of this series to learn more about what your strengths, your abilities, and your talents and gifts are. God bless you. In Jesus' name, I bless you with the blessing of Abraham, with the blessing of Isaac, with the blessing of Israel. Please, help us share this message. Help us share this message. Share this message to your friends and family. Push this devotion to the end of the world. And God will bless you in Jesus' name. I believe you've been blessed by today's message. Please share to bless your family and friends. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at at underscore Evers. God bless you. Thank you.